Welcome to Football is Family, a podcast dedicated to the fan and fan experience. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I want to look at the positive behind what makes football so enjoyable to watch and follow. I want to know why you are a fan of your team, of a player, or an era of football. Whether the pros, college, or high school, I want to hear and share your stories and your love for the game. If you want to be part of this podcast, please message me on Twitter at Jeremy underscore McFarland or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Facebook page. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Well, thank you all for listening to the Footballist Family podcast. And uh, a couple of things before we begin. Number one, we're looking at having a group trivia night. That means many people from the Sports History Network are coming together hopefully in the next couple of weeks, to have a trivia game night. If you would like to be part of this, message me at Jeremy underscore McFarland at Twitter or on the Footballers Family Facebook page. And if you want to be part of it, please let me know. We would love to have uh, you know listeners to be part of this program and, and to help us grow our network. Number two, um, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing this podcast and talking to you about what makes football special to you, but I want to know how I can get better. So message me. Let me know how I can get better. I'm, I'm up for, for any type of uh, critique. Please help me to get better. Message me. Rate me on uh, – rate my podcast as well on your podcaster choice so I can get better to, to help uh, get this message out. Football is truly family. Today I get to talk about – something that's special to me, and that is the show Tackle My Ride. Uh, a couple of three weeks ago, we looked at the first season, and today we're going to look at the second season. The only problem is there are six episodes of this, and I can only find five on YouTube. I watched this the episode over the 49ers when it came out, and I could not find it. If you could find it, please message me and let me know where it is, and maybe I'll do a one-off episode for the 49ers. But I couldn't find it. That being said, I have five more to look at today. And that's what we're going to look at in this episode. But before we get into that, I wanted to uh, plug this ad real quick. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably a sports history fan. And if you are into sports history, you need to check out newspapers.com. At newspapers.com, you get to access 640 million pages worth of news from the U.S., Canada, England, Scotland, Ireland, and more, dating from 1798 to yesterday. Uh, get a free week's subscription to newspaper.com by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash newspapers. And with a paid subscription, you will help the production of this and other Sports History Network shows. And we have a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of shows on the sportshistorynetwork.com. I encourage you to go over there and look at that uh, when you get the chance. But today I'm going to talk about the second season of Tackle My Ride. Now, if you weren't, uh, if you haven't listened to the first season uh, critique, I encourage you to do that. But, but Tackle My Ride basically was uh, the NFL and, and some of the teams got together <clears throat> and looked at uh, some deserving fans who needed their ride tackle. Basically, they went in 
painted and redid and put new engine, new transmission, uh, new tires and things like that. Deserving fans, cars, SUVs or trucks. And when uh, you look at the original vehicle, uh, they definitely needed a lot of help. When James Torres and his, and his sons got finished with him, uh, the, the ride was just amazing. It looked amazing. And, and even though you might not be fans of these particular teams, uh, I tell you what, it's amazing what happens. It looks like a, an, an NFL fan's dream to drive around. These fans deserved it, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what they did uh, to deserve these things. But the first episode in season two were, were over the Steelers. Now, this is something that my friend Darren over at the Pigskin Dispatch would love to see. Uh, this is an amazing car. Uh, even though I'm not a big Steelers fan, I, I, I respect the tradition and I respect the way this car looks. Um, Lamar Woodley and, and uh, uh, James, they go up to Pittsburgh and meet with Ryan Shazier. Now, at this moment, moment Ryan Shazier was playing in the NFL. Now he is a coach for the Steelers, if I remember correctly. Uh, he, he had a bad neck injury and can't play anymore. But when he played, he was just an amazing uh, linebacker. And I remember going up against him several times on Madden. And I tell you what, I, I knew exactly where he was, and I tried to stay away from him. Now, Ryan Shazier... Uh, grew up in a tough situation. He has what is called as alopecia, and he is a member of the Alopecia Association, helping children who alopecia basically is the lack of hair on the top of your head. You're grown, you're born like this, or or it develops. Um, these children are ridiculed and they're made fun of, and that's awful. Uh, Ryan Shazier was one of those children. Well, he does a lot of work with that organization. And I commend him for that. Uh, those children do not deserve what they get. Uh, but, you know, with Ryan Shazier, he uh, brings up this lady. This lady is Amanda. And actually, it's funny part, they go up to Pittsburgh to meet with Ryan Shazier, but Amanda lives in Houston, Texas. Amanda had an interesting story herself. She was born with a heart problem. And she said she had her first open heart surgery when she was seven days old. She had a heart by uh, a heart transplant, I believe she said either 14 or 15 years old. And uh, when you listen to her story, you can't help but feel for her. And one of the strengths that she found was in the Pittsburgh Steelers. She loved the history. She loved the way that they played. And, and uh, you know, I, I encourage you, I have in my show notes, you can click on the link and you can see the whole episode for any of these that I'm going to mention tonight. Um, but she talks about how the Steelers mean a lot to her and they say, Ryan mentions this as well, that she does a lot of work for the American Heart Association. And let me tell you something, especially for women, heart disease is one of those things that is very, very dangerous, not just for women, for men as well, but for women, it's one of the hot, one of the top leading causes of death in this, in this country. And she says that she's had to learn how to eat better. And she actually went to culinary school to learn how to eat better. And she goes around showing people uh, better ways to eat. And she works alongside the American Heart Association 
to show uh, people how to eat better and to show people better choices for, for meals. She's also a big, obviously a big proponent for organ donors. Now, when I signed, uh, when I signed up, when I was younger, got my first license, I marked on my Tennessee driver's license. I'm going to be an organ donor. Uh, I believe that that is one of the most important things I could do. If I pass away and my organs are useful, I don't need to take them with me. You know, for each person, it's up to them to decide. But for somebody like Amanda, she she basically has they have a picture of her holding up a sign that says. Somebody died to save my life. And I respect people who signed up for organ donors. And you can see the results when you look at that beautiful smile of hers. She drives a 2007 Saturn. She calls it the broke mobile. It says that the, that the window didn't even work. Now, I've never been to Texas. Um, in Tennessee here, it is brutal. And you have to have some sort of air running through. I can't imagine what it's like in Houston. Um, they take uh, the uh, the demented car, the demented customs, takes her car, redoes it, puts Steeler yellow with black Wolverine stripes. Now Lamar Woodley has Wolverine, the the uh, Marvel ca- character uh, with with claws. They put stripes like claws down the side of this car. They also added loudspeakers to them. I'm not a car guy. I mentioned this before. And I don't, when people were talking about specifics for cars, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the, out the other. All I know is that it shook, it shook the stadium. Uh, Amanda gets to go to uh, the Pittsburgh stadium for the first time in this episode. And she looks at the car and gets to play the music. And it's amazing. It just shakes the stadium. It shakes the stadium. Again, let me encourage you to watch the episode, and you'll see what I'm talking about, how beautiful this car looks. And again, she definitely deserves it. By the way, they do fix the window motor. That's important to understand that that's one thing she wanted. It's not the broke mobile anymore. It's the Steeler mobile. Now, the second episode that aired on September the 15th, 2017, that deals with the Buffalo Bills. Um I knew this, and it was reinforced here, that the Bills are the only team that plays in the state of New York. You think, well, the Jets and the Giants play in New York. They actually play in New Jersey. Okay, They play in New Jersey. The Bills are the only team that actually plays in the state of New York. Now, one of my favorite players, and I think he's gotten a bum rap, but Tyrod Taylor is just an awesome football player to me. I would love for him uh, even though I'm a big fan now of Ryan Tannehill, and I guess I was when he was a, a, a Dolphin, but definitely now that he is he is my quarterback, Tyrod Taylor is, is an amazing quarterback too. But he is the one that's featured here in this particular one. And he, uh, Lamar and, and James go up to, to uh, Buffalo, and they meet with Tyrod, and he says, I've got a guy here, and this man is amazing, number one. His name is Kevin. Kevin. Uh, is a vet. And if you're listening and you are a veteran active service, uh, thank you for your service. Uh, America, we, we salute you. Thank you for what you do. Um, Kevin said he lost his leg in service when he was in Afghanistan. And uh, 
it was it was gruesome. He said he went to he basically passed out in Afghanistan, woke up in America, had to lose his leg because of uh, poisoning. And the one thing that he says here is, and this is this is rough. And I want to tell you something that uh, we talked about last month that mental health is important. Uh, mental health is extremely important to vets when they return to well, quote, real life, unquote. Um, I just finished the book, American Sniper, and I ended up watching the movie. Never seen it before. Um, We don't understand, if you've never been in active combat or in a combat situation, whatever it may be, it may be police, it may be fire department, it may be anything that, that involves a lot of stress for a long period of time. It's hard to relate to that. And we think, well, when they get home, they could... Uh, you know, you you just go right back to what you were doing. But if you're put in a situation like Kevin was, or like when we talk about other other people, uh, you don't know what you're going through. It's not like you can just turn it off. Kevin understands that, and what Kevin does is he uh, goes out and he would drink coffee with them or talk with a vet, and he would drive them six hours, one direction, six hours the next, 12 hours total in a day to take somebody from Albany, New York to Buffalo, New York. Now, I've never been up to New York, but that's a lot of driving. That's a lot of driving. But he says, I'm I'm that big of a Bills fan. He said he grew up having Jim Kelly posters up on the wall. He, he grew up being a Bills fan. And I'll tell you what, if you're a Bills fan, uh, I tip my hat to you. Uh, in the 90s, you endured some very high highs and some extremely low lows, you know, and if you stuck with it, and actually, it's kind of funny, I'm looking across my desk, and I see the Music City Miracle, I have a post or a uh, a print of the Music City Miracle ending, um, I feel for you, but at the same time, uh, there were no flags on the field, we did score that touchdown, it was a legit touchdown in, in the playoff, in the AFC playoff game in 2000, I'm just saying, just saying, but back to the story. Kevin would take them and he he wants them to understand the vets in particular. He wants them to understand that they are not alone, that they do not have to endure this by themselves. He drives a 2014 F-150. Now, this is one of the vehicles that I actually, if I could have this in Titan blue, I would want this. Uh, It seemed better days, but he is also a volunteer fire uh, fighter. And he says he actually has a firefighting leg. Well, how do you do that? Well, it's actually pretty neat. I encourage you to watch the video. Uh, what they do is they take this, uh, James and his sons, take this uh, 2014 F-150, redo the inside, redo the outside in what is looks like tactical coloring with Bill's battalion on the side, putting folds of honor uh, siding and, and bumper on it. And... Re- redo the engine and everything inside of it. it and, and by the way, they, on the back, they have kind of like a, a, a shelf that you could pull out and he could put his firefighting gear and his tailgating gear in it. And he doesn't have to get up on top. If you've ever had to get in the back of a tailgate, it kind of gets tough after a while. Well, with one leg, uh, it's got to be rough. Well, they make it so that he doesn't have to do that. He could pull out his firefighting gear and his tailgating gear and he can uh, he can do his thing and help other people. Um, Kevin, I salute you. Bills, Tyrod, 
We salute you. Thank you for your service. And again, I encourage you to, to watch that episode. It's, it's neat. The third episode was actually the 49ers. Don't have that one, but we're going to go to the next one. Next one, if, if again, if I could have this, I would have this one too. The next one is up in Chicago. Uh, Kyle Long, who is a bad mamma jamma. Let me just say that. I'm just talking about Kyle Long. Uh, I enjoy him watching him play offensive line. Um, he talks about a police officer named Mark. Mark works the night shift in order for him to be able to coach youth football. And he's been coaching for 26 years. So he works at night. It doesn't matter how tired he is. He coaches them during the daytime. That's a lot of respect. On the back of my Ford, uh, Ford Edge, I actually have the state of Tennessee outline with a blue stripe through it for, uh, you know, we back the blue. Um, it didn't help me when I got a speeding ticket on I on 840 in Tennessee. Uh, so if you have something like that on the back of your car, uh, they do not care if you're if you're going a little bit above the speed limit, like I did a little bit a lot, they they'll pull you over. They'll pull you over. I'm just kind of giving you a little bit of warning. See, that's what you get here on the Footballs Family Podcast. A little bit of truth and a lot of a lot of warning. Don't speed. Just don't speed. But anyway, he drives a 99 Ford Explorer Sport Track, which by the way is discontinued. So they had to search to find parts to fit it. But I've never been to Chicago either. But I've been to Cleveland. And uh, I know that there's a lot of snow and in Cleveland, they have a lot of uh, salt on the ground. They basically said, if there's snow on the ground, they're going to put salt on the ground. And with salt comes a lot of rust. It was neat to um, see them put, pull all the rust off of the bottom of their, of this truck. Uh, Marka also works with the law enforcement at uh, law enforcement athletic program for at risk children. Again, that's awesome. After it's done, the Ford Explorer Sport Track looks like a Bears, uh, Bears fan dream vehicle. Uh, they even put speakers on top of, of the rack outside of the car. They took care of all the rust. It looks like a Bears dream come true. All for Mark. Now, quickly, I want to look at a couple more. The next one are the, the Redskins or the football team, but it's at this time in 2017. They're called the Redskins. The Redskins picked Ryan uh, Kerrigan to represent them, and they pick a man by the name of Ted, or actually, as he's known as Tailgate Ted. What Tailgate Ted does is he'll go up to home games, and he says, I grill with about 13 other people, and we serve food to about 600 people a game. We don't charge for it, but what we do is we take up donations and these donations go to help charities. Uh, I believe he mentioned something about the homeless in Washington. And, and uh, in Washington, D.C., I've been there a couple of times. I, I, I do know that there's some, a lot of homeless problems, like there are in other cities around this country, but in Washington, it seems to be pretty bad. Uh, Tailgate Ted remembers going to games with his father. But when his father passed, what's neat about this is, uh, and not need about the father passing, but what need about what his father did is that his father put tailgate Ted on the waiting list to get season tickets when he was a kid. And he said about uh, just a little bit after his father died, 
the Washington Redskins called him and said, do you want season tickets? And he found out that his dad put him on there. And this is, you know, that tells you something about football truly being family right there. He picked a Ford. uh, His car was a Ford E250 van. In the back of the van, um, he would pile all his equipment to cook and to to make uh, the, for the tailgating. He said the doors doesn't work. The locks don't work. The heater doesn't work. There's a lot of rust. In fact, when they pulled up the bottom part of the van, there was a big hole in it where the rust basically ate out a hole, and they had to fix that up. What turned what Basically, what this turns into is a tank. Oh, it's an it's burgundy and gold uh, redskin tank with pull-out drawers and things organized. And basically, at the end of the episode, uh, Lamar and James said, you're going to cook for us, and tailgate Ted starts cooking. That's what he does. That's how he helps the community. But the last one is, uh, is in Atlanta. And this was Vic Beasley, who played for the Falcons at the time. He helps a man named Lamar. Lamar works with the Toys for Tots. But this is the, 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 one of the neater things that you'll hear in these stories, that he also helps with the Special Olympics with tennis. With tennis. Um, here in Waverly, I've worked with the Special Olympics a couple times, and I, I basically only helping with a couple of events and especially with uh, COVID being the way it was for the past year, I hadn't had anything to do. Uh, Special Olympics hadn't had much to do around here, but it's picking back up again. But I've watched people who not only work with them, but work with them year round. Um, There's a lot of love involved there. A lot of patience, a lot of love, a lot of dedication. It, these people are heart. That's, they're, they're all heart. And uh, I respect that. And I'm sure each one of you respect that as well. Um, he has a 2001 navigator who, you know, it's, it's seeing its, its age. As we all age, we know that our motors don't always work the way we want them to. What James does is he replaces the motor, gave him zero miles. He was up to 208,000 miles, gave him zero miles, put in an awesome black finish that looks like it's sparkling in the sun, uh, fixed things up and said, here. We thank you for what you do. And I thank you too, as well, Lamar, for what you do. Um, I just want to say, you know, this is the, the football is family. It deals with football, but it also deals with what makes it special. And for each one of us, if you're doing something to help your neighbors or to help your family or to help people, you may not always hear thank you. If you're serving in the military, you may not always hear thankful uh, thank you. If you're working for the police department or fire department or ambulance service or whatever it may be, you don't always hear thank you. I want to take this moment, and I know the people at the Sports History Network as well, we thank you for what you do. You may not get your car tackled, but I want you to know that your work is not being overlooked. People see it. They they recognize it. You are important to somebody in this world. You are. It may be, may, they may not say it, but you're important to more than one person, I'm sure. But somebody's looking at you and saying that I am where I am today because of what you have done. Uh, last week, we talked about one person making a difference. I want to let you know that you make a difference in people's lives. You do. 
And even if it's just a, a, a ear to listen, you don't even have to say anything if it's just being there to listen to somebody. They may be having a hard time. You may be the ear that can help them out. You may be the shoulder that they can cry on. You may be that encouragement that would get person to the next, next step. Somebody may be at the end of the rope and you may give them a chance to get out of that funk, chance to get out of that hard time. You may be that person. Again, you may not get your ride tackled, but you can help them tackle that hard time. Thank you. And again, thank you all for listening to the Footballers Family Podcast.